We're going to chat with Daryl Bricker, who is CEO of Ipsos Public Affairs. Daryl, thanks for joining us again. Appreciate it. My pleasure, Shay. So this time we're going to be talking about the favorability of our leaders and some really interesting stuff. I don't think Jugmeet Singh being seen as the most likable leader is that surprising. That seems to be the tag he carries around. You know, a lot of people say, unfortunately, he's NDP, but I really like him as a guy. But he continues to do very well in terms of how Canadians feel about him personally. Yeah, he does. So of all the federal leaders, uh, Jagmeet Singh is seen as the, the most favorably and has the lowest unfavorable uh, um, assessment as well. So he's a, a plus six, you know, we put those two things together. Yeah. Justin Trudeau's actually still got a, you know, a constituency out there. 41% say they like him, but a heck of a lot more if they don't. He's become a divisive uh, political character. He's at minus 12. Uh, but the highest uh, in terms of unfavorable and favorable combined is actually Aaron O'Toole is a minus 21. And that's mostly because he's got a big chunk of people, about a quarter of the population, who say they just don't know enough about him to be able to offer an assessment. Which is surprising. I mean, he's he's he hasn't been front and center on the campaign, but he's been doing his virtual town halls and stuff, but he's still carrying around that tag of, I don't know who this guy is. Right, and, and you know, it stands to reason. He's been the... Uh, the leader of the Conservative Party for over a year now. Yeah. Uh, but the problem has been everything that you could normally do prior to this campaign to raise your profile as the leader of a political party was denied him. I mean, he couldn't really tour because of, you know, shutdowns. I mean, virtual things are fun, but, uh, you know, how many people actually attend them? So he was he was uh, struggling to, to get some profile. But in the, in the campaign, he's getting a bit more profile, yeah. so we'll see if these numbers change over time. What about when we take a look at um, along party lines? I mean, does it do they fall in line with, okay, I'm a liberal, so I like Justin Trudeau, or is, as you said, he's facing some internal strife too? No, he's at the moment he's not. Uh, people who uh, who prefer Justin Trudeau, people who say they're voting liberal, really like Justin Trudeau, uh, and the same with Jagmeet Singh. Uh, the person who, on that question, doesn't do as well with his own partisans, so as people who, who are voting for their party, is again Aaron O'Toole, where the number is only 67%, where you compare it to Justin Trudeau, he's in the 90s. And again, you know, uh, this is not surprising in that Aaron O'Toole has struggled to, to put together a coalition that doesn't naturally hang together, which is, um, you know, Western Canadian people who have a pretty conservative, strong conservative, stronger conservative mm-hmm. bent, and people in the suburbs of Ontario who tend to be a little bit more. Not, I wouldn't call them progressive conservatives, but you know, not as uh, not as strident maybe in their views as uh, some of the folks out west. So he's he's trying to hold something together, uh, whereas Justin Trudeau, his folks are pretty much behind him. The same for uh, Jagmeet Singh. Now, ultimately, this all comes down to what will it mean when people head into the ballot box? What's the issue there? Um, will people shift their vote because they don't like the leader of the party, or will they still just hold their nose and cast their ballot? Well, they, they could, um, and that's the, the, the problem that uh, the Prime Minister finds himself in at the moment, which is he is the brand of the party. He has become the Liberal Party. There's no Liberal Party outside of Justin Trudeau, and as Justin Trudeau struggles, the Liberal Party is struggling. Um, uh, to a certain extent, I think uh, Aaron O'Toole's uh, the party brand has helped him. You know, the identity of what a, a conservative would do if they were in government has helped him, has raised his profile a little bit. We'll see if he can, you know, uh, uh, tack off of that. And then Jagmeet Singh, I would say, again, you know, uh, NDP, uh, people are more affiliated with the brand than they are with a particular leader. But it's really hard to uh, um, uh, be attracted to a political party if you really don't like their leader. Um, so I think, you know, the two things work in concert. They, they're complementary. Interesting stuff. I mean, we're, we're seeing, try and explain how 
the conservatives have seen such a bounce then, Daryl? If if there, if it's not translating in the leadership itself, um, it seems like the conservatives did really well, especially in the first week. How does he not see the same similar sort of bounce? Well, to a certain extent, it's it's as not so much about what the conservatives have been doing; it's about what the liberals have been doing. So, if you look in our polling at what's changed, it's not that the conservatives have jumped into a dramatic lead; it's that the liberals have lost a little bit to both the NDP and the conservatives. So, really, what the focus has been for the public in the first week and a bit of the campaign, almost two weeks now, is is disappointment with the fact that we're actually in an election campaign and really uh, uh, judging the prime minister harshly mm-hmm. um, because because we're in this situation and what that's ended up uh, what's ended up occurring is that there, we've seen a certain peeling away of support to both the NDP and to the conservative party well the well the I guess the media narrative because if it's not the, the liberals that form the government the, the conservatives are the most next, next like are the most likely next choice so the focus has been on that but the Liberals have been losing as much to the NDP as they have to the Conservatives. Interesting. Okay. Daryl, of course, we'll chat again as this campaign goes along, but I appreciate the update today. My pleasure. Thanks a lot, Shay. You bet. That's Daryl Bricker, the CEO of Ipsos Public Affairs.